During my interview with today's insiders, Yulia and Jean, besides design and studies, we touched up on topics such as excessive moving and fake communal dogs. I hope you'll have as much fun listening to this episode as we did recording it. Hi, uh, so I'm Jeanne. I'm from Lyon in France. And um, I am now studying at INSIDE and graduating in three weeks. I was studying before, I was in Belgium before, I went for a bachelor interior architecture as well. It was in art school, so a bit the same, in a more artistic way, learning interior architecture, yeah. let's say. What about you, Julia? Um, yeah, so my name is Julia, and I am from the south of Sweden. Um, and before I came here, I was doing my bachelor studies in Stockholm, studying interior architecture and furniture design. So you both really have this nice development, very clear direction in mind. Yeah, I think at least for me, because my bachelor was very technical, because I was also here during my bachelor on exchange. Uh, and I saw they were more researchy and more artsy than what I was used to. So. Yeah, the master felt quite natural to take on. And your previous studies, was it in like a technical university or uh, no, it art is, school it as well? No, it is an art school, but it's also the only school in the country who has interior architecture. So I think because of that and also the way the profession hasn't developed, so the different practices are merging within interior architecture, it's still quite traditional compared to here, where it's a bit more fluid, I feel, and a bit more acceptance, maybe. So uh, Julia is talking a bit about like attitude of or the atmosphere in, in the school. Was it mm-hmm. uh, similar to KBK in Belgium or was it also more strict and maybe rigid? A bit in between, I think. But it was it's quite similar how I learn in Belgium and, and here. So you're both here for like more free-spirited uh, thinking and making, I guess. Yeah, and to know um, to know a bit more what what you do, I feel. I don't know how to explain that, but I think in Belgium, where I was, it was do a bit as you feel, and then if it's if it looks nice or if it's nice, then it's it's okay a bit. I feel mm-hmm. it was a bit like that, and now it feels more like you need to justify a bit more what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, we can't just get away with the nice visual, no, sir. Of course, mm-hmm. which uh, is a curse and a blessing. <laughs> um, so now getting to. What really matters, uh, your graduation projects. You're both graduating students. Could you both tell me about your projects? From maybe let's start with the research. What were your starting points? <laughs> yeah, I can I can go. <laughs> I was looking for what makes a community a community, let's say, and uh, how does it work in space also. So what, where are the the spaces where people interact? My starting point also was this idea was this idea of pushing people to interact with people they don't know. And I and my project is about uh, building some like designing some objects that makes me first interact with people I don't know in the public space, and then trying to with these encounters that I have then to gather some information about the neighborhood, like soft data as I call it, uh, to get to know who is living in the neighborhood and how people live and... And what neighborhoods are we talking about here? I'm focusing on uh, station views in the Yake, so between Olenspor and Chinatown, mm-hmm. and it's the place where I live also, so I, I it was my case study and it continued as my project uh, 
location as well. I think it's really cool that you're there. It was also. yeah a bit of a personal um, research. I feel. That's really cool. Uh, what about your project, Julia? I was struggling a bit with my research. It ended up uh, with the realization of me. I, I've moved uh, 29 times in my life and it's more than my age. So wow. It's a lot. Moving into spaces that uh, has already been sort of uh, lived in by others. You have to sort of live in someone else's shadows. Uh, if, if you run something that's furnished or there is traces in the walls, you know, these kind of marks that someone else has been there before you. And I'm trying to figure out how to give an ide- my identity within these spaces that I live. Is it because you love moving? <laughs> It's because of different reasons, so my parents were studying. Of course, I made a decision to go there, but there was always something else that made me have to move. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to, to claim these spaces and uh, also looking into what what is it that I'm bringing with me, which also has different aspects that needs to be calculated into that, how I'm transporting myself, uh, for how long I'm staying somewhere, the needs I need, for that time, so it's a bit... Could we maybe draw some kind of shape for this idea that you have? Uh, I was looking at uh, like making a graph, looking at the objects that I always bring with me and the objects that I want to bring with me but I can't. And I realized that the objects that I have that I'm not bringing is not really about the object, it's more about where it's from or who I got it from or who reminds me of that. So it's more sentimental or memory based. And so I asked my friends, 12 people in uh, three different rounds, four objects that I could uh, receive, have a connection to, and then use them within the space I live in. So I would have a more close relationship to these things. And then once I'm graduating, I'm sending it back. Because I'm sending them back, I want to keep something of it. So I'm sort of uh, now making a book of these objects that I've received. And uh, they also wrote letters back to me because I wrote them letters and they sent it back. So I'm taking fragments of letters and making a new letter into that. Uh, I'm also making a new way of traveling a trolley with all the things I have now because I'm moving again uh, <laughs> three days after graduating. Wow. So I'm going to pack all my things and put it on a trolley in the space. And I have a movie of me writing these letters. It's a it's a lot it's a of lot. Re- but yeah, a lot of objects was also a lot of research. Nice that you can display your research, I guess, yeah. in a physical way. Yeah. But also, I find it very relatable uh, when I'm moving, and I have not moved nearly as many times as you have. It, there is a very weird logic with what you're taking with yourself. There are some things that have been traveling with me. The only reason they're there is just because I already had it for so long. <laughs> so why would I get rid of it now? But some things are just really personal or like they're insignificant as objects, but we just put so much meaning into some things. Definitely. Like I have, I'm not religious, but I have this crusty old piece of holy bread. Huh? Is it a holy bread? <laughs> I don't know. My grandma gave it to me and said it's this bread from this some kind of special saint who's protecting travelers. And she said, you always have to have this when you're traveling. And I really don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not really sure what kind of branch of Catholicism she's uh, into. <laughs> but yeah, it's somehow that bread is, I, I'm pretty sure it's like over 30 years old and it doesn't even look like a bread, it's more like a rock. <laughs> but it's with me. I'm not planning on getting rid of it. No. 
it's it's a very nice I think subject to explore yeah and it's nice also because what you just described is also what I've gained back when they're sending me objects like these stories that I if they would just send me a pen I wouldn't have that but if there is this connection and story to it it becomes very personal in a way and that I get to borrow it for a while to have the same feeling or create a new association to it and then give it back Speaking of objects, <laughs> Jean, you yeah. said you were working on some kind of objects. So could you tell us more about that? Yeah, they are. I consider them as tools. So they are object, actual object that I created, but they gave me access to something. So they are to be more clear. I, for example, the first community that I wanted to touch was the uh, dog owners in my neighborhood. I don't have a dog, so I made a fake dog. And so one of my oh. objectives is a fake dog, for example, that I was uh, walk, walking with the dog outside and uh, get to know people with dogs and people without dogs as well. Could you, did you have a photo with you? Not dog? on my... F- no, I don't think so. I need to look if I have one. So it's always objects. I'm trying to do objects from, uh, say, from the daily life that everybody can use. Tools that can clean stuff or cut stuff or that are easily recognizable also, but I'm adding also um, an element or something that makes people wonder what's happening. Because obviously the dog looks a bit like a dog, but it's uh, not so much. So So when you go out with a dog, it kind of becomes a public object of of observation. Uh, What about the other uh, tools? Is it something that you... Let's say, let's say it, if it was mass produced, would it be mm-hmm. something in a pub for a public space, or is it more like personal? I think it needs to be used and performed. Let's say so it can't stay by itself, but it needs to be used by someone. So I, if it would be mass produced, then maybe it's going I would see it more as um, uh, available in the public space and a bit like I was thinking to maybe design a, a kiosk. Uh, where people could borrow the tools and then give it back for the day. So they want to talk with people with dogs, then they use the dog, and at the end of the day they give it back. I feel so. kind of evil now for this mass-produced uh, idea. <laughs> it's so, so so much better when it's just something you can use for as much as you can, <laughs> than just return it to the kiosk. Yeah, well, here's the dog. So let it be recorded, I'm looking at uh, Jean's screen. Okay, Jean's I, dog. The dog. It has so fur. Yeah. So what I'm looking at is a um, photo of a photo. It looks like the furry mm-hmm. object is on an orange skateboard. <laughs> it's very thick fur, and as someone who has a dog, I definitely can understand it's not a dog. Um, <laughs> it's kind of more shaped like a beaver. Oh, yeah. But the tail is kind of cut off in the middle. Mm-hmm. But I, I sense like a very nice personality. It looks some like a beaver and a guinea pig mm-hmm. but a big one because it's quite yeah big, oh like this around yes. like yeah like uh, 40 centimeters yes or so looks like a very fat cat but very cute <laughs> multi-layered <laughs> exactly a lot That's, of shades uh, of brown <laughs> anyway we, um, we have to show it somewhere maybe on the website so you'll find it <laughs> probably uh, does your dog have a name well, I don't know. I, I've been changing uh, his name. I didn't know. It's a boy. He's a uh, he's mm-hmm. a he. Yeah, okay. he's a he. But he's an old dog, really old. Really oh, old. looks yeah. good. Maybe Bernie. That's his name. Bernie. Oh, Bernie. I think. 
It suits him. Yeah. Great. Then it's been. So this is the only alive um, tool. The other one are um, tools to wash the windows, uh, tools to cut grass, uh, brush bananas, or uh, clean the tram. This uh, kind of more cleaning and so every time I've been uh, designing an object, then I went to the public space. And usually I also record it. I, I film it. So I have also videos. And I'm now working on on a book with a lot of drawings of people I met doing my projects. So you both are working on books. As a, someone from graphic design department, I would like to ask you how are you finding that? <laughs> Is it easy? Is it intimidating? I think because with the, of, at least for me, I don't have so much uh, guidelines. Let's say I do it a bit as I feel, so it's fun. <laughs> what about you, Julia? I, I have to agree. I mean, we're not uh, graphic designers. We're just fans and like to do it. So, mm. But I think we've made a few books also throughout. So it's not completely new. new no. It's a nice way to combine documentation or yeah. research uh, and research. Research. Exactly. Uh, from what I understand now, the tools are already done. They've already performed and now you're yeah. working on the book. So that's, uh, is that like a, one of the final stages you would think? Or is there still stuff I, you have to do? Then I, I still need to do some finishing of other stuff. But the book is the main thing that I need to work on. And Julia, are you already putting the dots on the eyes? Yeah, I you're nodding. So. I, think, I mean, I still have a lot to do, but just uh, doing one thing at a time and checking it off the list. Yeah, I don't need a list otherwise. <laughs> you go crazy. It's just going to be a surprise also how it works because they, um, it's a new thing that they are willing to do uh, in, at Inside that we talk about our work uh, three times during the day with three different groups of tutors. So we stay in our location, in our graduation space. So it's quite new. Usually we just present one time to 10 or I don't know how many, how many teachers. But yeah, so actually, so how many different tutors do you guys have? We have only one per two students. Yeah. But then, uh-huh. so that means that there is seven tutors and then there is the thesis tutors and the external guests and some more that I'm probably uh, forgetting. Do you, do you like uh, this change? I think for, for this time, because we're also constructing the space to smaller spaces within our studio, it sets a bit of a different tone, I think, because when we presented before, it's more formal and uh, I think it sounds good. Like and we will have the chance to have more feedbacks also, exactly. because then it's three different feedbacks from different people and we still have the same amount of time that is than if it <coughs> would have been only one yeah. shot. Yeah. So. That's also in the art department. I feel like there was, of course, a necessity because of corona measurements, but uh, to change uh, evaluation processes and uh, feedback sessions and so on. But I feel like there's a lot of really nice changes coming in. Doing it three times, you know it's not your only shot mm-hmm. somehow. So uh, you both, I'm assuming, have uh, your tunnel vision on and uh, it's just uh, putting uh, check marks, right, on your lists. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Is there something else you would maybe add to this interview? Maybe something like a, a wish for the next generations or a, a wish for yourself or just something that I haven't asked you but you would hmm. think that makes like really important. I would like to tell this to people. 
I think I would say to, it sounds maybe a bit cheesy, but to believe in what you are doing, it really feels cheesy. But <laughs> I feel for me it was a bit of a struggle this year to have one project for the whole year. You are alone, or of course you have one tutor and you have your, your classmates and friends, but you need to keep on doing it and knowing a bit what you do and then you will be happy to have at the end what you did, I feel. Just persevere, folks. Exactly. <laughs> Julia, your quote. <laughs> Believe in yourself. What else? Sorry, maybe you won't. <laughs> no, I love it. Nobody has ever said that before okay. on this podcast. <laughs> I think make more, think less, exactly what you need to do True. for the graduation year. Just make, make, make. Our final product is our making process in a way, mm -hmm. so we're not really making, making no. something. So that really paid off in our case mm -mm. without having to compromise. Or uh, So it's just to make, make, make. Thinking yeah. through making. Yeah. That's the, but yeah. I, I think the, need to, the thing to avoid is to think too much and then, Don't and do then anything. freeze. Yeah, exactly. And, it's a good end of the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, ladies. It was Thank really, really nice uh, chatting with you. Thank you. Thank I think you. I'm really getting a hang of this whole <laughs> podcast thing. <laughs> Have a nice graduation show. Yeah, Thank good you. assessments. Uh, you can do it. Believe in yourself. We believe. And do it. Just do it. <laughs> Make it. Make it. <laughs> Don't please. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.